On today's podcast, we have a very interesting and rather controversial guest. Logan Paul is Logan joining Paul, us. Man himself. Yeah. He's been at the center of a lot of controversy, and we're going to ask him, what is that like? What is it like being the heel of the internet? And what does that, what does that do to you personally? Yeah. How do you deal with that? So a lot of interesting questions here for Logan. He's a very young guy. So the amount of stuff he's dealt with at a young age, I don't think you're going to find anybody else on the planet with the same perspectives he'll have. Now, you may not like Logan Paul. In fact, I can bet pretty highly that if you're part of the corridor audience, you're not necessarily a huge Logan Paul fan. But listening to people is not the same as agreeing with them. And I find it fascinating to listen to all types of perspectives. So let's kick back, relax, and listen to this conversation with Logan Paul. So tell me about this documentary. Like, What do you want to know, bro? It's the most important document of our generation. <laughs> what are you trying to achieve with this documentary? Man, that's a... I guess I really should have thought about that. Huh? <laughs> My why? My why? Why did I create this this documentary? Uh, man, this year I've, I've been focused on doing things that intrigue me. Mm-hmm. And uh, this flat earth movement intrigued me. You Do you know how much you know about the flat earth? I tend to avoid it, honestly, because I find I I feel like the vast majority of people are doing it to be like ironic. And there's a couple of crazies that actually believe it. I think it's I think it's the opposite. Really? I think I think it's there's a lot of people who believe it. And there's a couple of people who do it just to be trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this movement fascinated me. So we uh, how do I say this? We went to the Flat Earth Conference mm-hmm. in, in Denver, Colorado, and uh, man, I don't know how much I can say about this because <laughs> I gotta keep it keep it kind of on the low. But uh, we basically became one with the Flat Earthers, <laughs> okay, and, and, and joined their movement, okay, and 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 picked their brains about why they think the Earth is flat, and then came to uh, conclusions of our own, which obviously you'll see in the documentary, like. You could, you could, you too could be sitting in front of a flat earther right now. Who knows? <laughs> you have to watch it. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you attribute like this kind of like, I mean, for lack of a better word, like anti-science, like, you know, anti-vaxxers and all it's that kind of stuff. Why, why is all this stuff rising up right now? Yeah. Um, so the conclusion I came to was, uh, people, people like to feel like they're a part of a, part of a group. They like to be, feel like they're a part of something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, uh, Oftentimes, people feel isolated. They feel like they don't belong to anything. And uh, the Flat Earth movement became a tight-knit community of people who all believe in something um, that, in their opinion, if it's true, could mean to a greater understanding of what it means to be a human. Mm -hmm. And they, they, um, they like that. They're attracted towards that. And, yeah. I don't even know if it's so much about whether or not they actually believe the earth is flat. They just like being part of a group. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you think there's any sort of like, I guess, narcissistic tendency to like feel like you know something that other people don't? Like yeah, of course. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine if you're just like an outcast in mm-hmm. high school or and you grow up and you're still like kind of an outcast. And like most of these people are, as you can imagine, like you, you using your words, call them crazies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like <laughs> they are. Um, and that's why they fascinate me. And so can you imagine if you're like a crazy and you look to your right at this conference and there's like another crazy there and you look to your left and there's there's another person who thinks the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got that little like understanding of 
what you, what you perceive to be real and you know something that the rest of the world doesn't it's exciting and mm-hmm. and and i think they uh i think they thrive on that hmm. but again i could be talking about myself bro like i'm fucking <laughs> crazy like who knows like maybe i think the earth is flat all our podcast guests uh we ask them we say, what, what shape do you think the earth is? And they're all just like, look at us. <laughs> Some of them say flat. One of them was a flat earther. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a, a boxer on, and he, he, he said the earth was flat. Wow. Yeah. So, so you, you go into this convention, and you guys got like hidden cameras? You're like sneaking, sneaking, some shooting from the hip kind of thing? Or you guys are going in like first day just to scout it and see what's up, and then? No, no hidden cameras. No, It's all out in the open? Yep, yep, yep. Got you. There's a... There's not much, there's no aspect of, like, none of it is, none of it is fake, per se. It's all real. Like, we, we go to this conference, mm-hmm. and uh, it's me, Logan Paul, filming a documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long have you been working on this for? So the conference was, damn, mid-November? When, are you, it, when are you dropping the final product? I mean, dog, the original release date was, like, December 15th, oh. <laughs> so we are fucking gotcha. behind. Um, I, I want to I do it as soon as possible. Uh, ho- hopefully... Early February seems about right. I want to drop a, a trailer first, obviously, and hype it up because, like, I this is the greatest thing I've ever made in my life. Mm. It's uh, <laughs> wow. it, it's I think it's if if uh, received properly, it will like send a tidal wave through YouTube. I want to do what Shane what Shane does. You know, you know mm. when Shane drops uh whatever anything yeah. he's dropping now. Shane Dawson new like conspiracy series uh whatever it is it, mm. it pops and it, and if it's received like that which it should uh be because it's fucking incredible uh yeah hmm. that would be nice that's super interesting man very very interesting very like, very interesting yeah I mean getting getting into someone else's mind like why do you believe the things that you believe and like did you just suddenly wake up and like you know what I think the earth is flat today you asking me? You know, I'm just, I'm just kind of asking. Oh, oh, oh! In general, oh. like p- the people at this convention, it's like, how did that start? So you know? most, of, most of them, uh, they start with uh, hearing about it. Yeah. Even someone might watch this podcast, like us. Like yes. No, generally, so some people believe the Earth is flat. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know, one day you find yourself in a rabbit hole on YouTube watching X Y Z videos, and a lot of the theories make fucking sense. That's why it's such a big movement. Like a lot of the theories, like actually make sense. <laughs> Um, and then before you know it, I'm sure something clicks in your brain where you're like, wow, this like, I might sound crazy. Like you're looking around like this could be possible. Like I might actually believe this. Then you meet another flat earther and they're like all gung ho about it. And before you know it, you're fucking attending the flat earth international <laughs> conference in Denver. Wow. What does, uh, I don't know, like, you know, different people have different goals when they're filming documentaries. And I don't know if you're setting out to like challenge them per se but did you have like did you have moments where you would like they would provide a point of view and you'd try to challenge it with like some other alternative oh yeah how do they react to that like how does somebody like let's say they got they got they got responses to everything well everything no matter no matter what scientific evidence you provide them with they got it they got to be figure (laughs) it out and i mean uh, and this is the problem i think not a problem this is the thing is like a lot of the scientific evidence can be contested. One of the biggest ones, like, unfortunately, is uh, their argument against NASA, that, that every every picture of the, uh, the, the round earth, the marble, the blue marble, yeah. uh, is photoshopped. Hmm. And, like, 
you know, we can no, no, NASA, no, it's it's NASA. Like, why, why would they lie? And like, no, like you're be, you've been lied to for the past a hundred years. Um, and I mean, I mean, think about it. Have you been to space? I mean, if anyone's been to space, it's corridor digital. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Only been in an airplane up high. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you can see the curvature of the Earth from an airplane. I, they say you can't. Well, you can. I it's mean, crazy. It's you like, can see the clouds curve around. The they horizon. say they say you can't. They've done their many, many, <laughs> many noteworthy experiments. Are they the same kind of people who deny the Holocaust and deny the moon landing? Specifically the moon landing. Specifically the moon landing. But yes. Well, I guess the moon landing would kind of go hand in hand with the flat earth. Is the moon flat? I, I asked them that. Uh, some of This is where it gets tricky. Is it like? Yeah, this is where it gets tricky. <laughs> some of them think yes. Some of them think no. Some of them don't know. They huh. think it's like a celestial body placed there by the creator. Okay. And uh this is where it gets this is where it gets weird. Some some of them say the stars are angels. Mm. Uh some of them think they they are other other uh, distant uh celestial bodies super far off in the galaxy. It's it's they uh, they all don't believe the same thing. Yeah, so, okay. Which is which is also interesting. Hmm. So it's like why why take a stance on Earth is definitely not round. It's definitely flat. It's like, why isn't it just, I don't know. I, I've never been to space. They haven't been to space. Uh, it's much more fun to put your foot down and just just believe in something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's sort of me. Like, I went in very open armed. My friend Mike, who was a flat earther, and so and he convinced me to go. So I went in open armed and... Uh, you know, made my conclusion at the end, but I tried to. I tried to be very accepting of of what they believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Interesting people to meet. Did they know who you were? Mm-hmm. Like, were they familiar? Of, oh yeah, yeah. One of them. One of them left. Oh really? One of one of the uh, the main speakers left. Whoa! Um, like mid speech? Like I'm no, out. no, no. When I when, <laughs> when he when I that no when I uh, when he found out I I, I was there, he. Uh, he dipped. He was supposed to. He's he's one of the main like flat Earth revolutionary leaders, hmm. and yeah, he found out I was there, and he, and he dipped. He was not happy with my presence. Hmm. It's actually this is. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, not everyone on the internet likes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, this is like, kind of a good segue to that because I want to talk about that a little bit. Like, we encourage a lot of criticism on our videos that we put up there because that's you know at least in our belief that's how we become better filmmakers. Absolutely. Yeah, big yeah. facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you obviously you're kind of at the center of many different like you've been at the center of many different controversy yeah. hurricanes you know or like uh I, I equate it to like being the heel in wrestling and how does how do you how, like how do you deal with that like do you compartmentalize your like public life from your private life do you like like yeah i guess how do you deal with the pressure and the criticism of millions of people potentially you know putting you at the focus of drama um Yo, do what you got to do. If 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 you want to hate on me and attack someone online, you and it, it's got to be me. Like, go for it. Like, that's not the kind of person I am. If that's you, though, if you feel like you want to unleash your negative energy today on on someone, like, I I can fucking handle it, dog. Like, I'm a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I could give a shit what anyone thinks. That's that's literally my entire brand. Like, mm-hmm. be a fucking maverick. If I want to be weird and different, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm perfectly comfortable in my own skin, being myself. And at the end of the day. Uh, there, I, there's, I find extreme comfort in knowing that like, I am a good dude and I, and I, t- I told you this, like I, good morals, <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> good morals, um, great energy. And I, and I try to, 
pass that on and and bring happiness to the people around me. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like I have much to worry about. If I was like an actual actually a piece of shit, and at the end of the day, like I look at myself in the mirror, and I've had to do this before, right? And momentarily, not mm-hmm. per- permanently talking about like overall life, Logan Paul essence. Um, then it'd be a problem. But you know, people telling me, yeah, go die. Uh, you know, you're a piece of shit, scum of the earth. What like I could give a fuck? Like, hmm. sure, dude. I could. I, I could never see myself saying that about someone. Mm-hmm. I I think people are so quick to rush to uh, conclusions and judge nowadays, and I I'm so far above and beyond that. I'm here to inspire and make people happy. Not put people down even if they even if they quite honestly do deserve to be put down like unless it's my place and i feel very strongly about something man Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not here to condemn people so how do you how do you keep that from keeping you awake at night for example or how do you keep that from getting to you and getting you down sometimes it does and so and when and when it does um like with the japan thing Mm -hmm. i fucked up something needed to change my life i needed a fucking slap in the face Mm -hmm. and and i'm not just saying that like i needed a even now, even right now to this day, I am still like finding myself um, jumping into the mindset I was in then. And I'm like, whoa, hmm. stop, mm. stop, stop. That needed to happen. So when I am losing sleep about it or when I am looking in the mirror and, and uh, finding myself questioning who I am, then it's like, okay, t- these millions of people are saying something to me and it's time to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do. And mm-hmm. so I do. I make the necessary changes, some of which are, are still ongoing to this day, as specific with, specifically with the Japan thing. Um, a, year, a year later now, just, just over a year, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm still every day working to become better, but like, damn, I, I look back at my videos and um it's very clear to me that i was just in a place of fucking recklessness just um nonsense there was no there was no thinking Mm -hmm. everything was automated and there was no no sense of empathy it was go 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 create 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 bigger better faster Mm -hmm. and it's it was just a downward downward spiral of um of bullshit and danger you know Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, as far as like hatred and shit, like I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like I got, I have millions of fans that, that, that do love me and appreciate my work and, and know who I am. Mm-hmm. And like, those are the people that, that keep me going. Mm. Shout out low gang. I fucking love y'all. <laughs> like I, fu- like I fucking love y'all dude. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're the, they're the ones like my, my fans are, are good people. They're, they're, they got smiles on their faces. They're here. They're here to um inspire and create and achieve the goals they want to achieve and again that's a that's the type of person i want watching my stuff mm-hmm. not the liberal on twitter who wants to complain about everything because they want to get retweets and favorites like fuck off i don't i don't care about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so you got the gang low gang dedicated yeah to you and everything that you do mm-hmm. right so and then you have everyone else who's hating and and complaining and 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 all this right so would you say that the world's view of you is different than your view of yourself? Um, when you say the world, uh, do you mean the low gang? Because you just described two groups: the low gang or the haters. The second one, the haters. Okay, so I don't, I don't think the haters are haters. True haters, like they might not like me. They, uh, 
definitely, most certainly don't stand by things I've done. I don't stand by things I've done. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think uh, just like just like I have done ignorant things in my life, and ignorance has led to my downfall many times, again, trying to cut back on that, um, I think their ignorance on who Logan Paul is leads to a misinformed calculation of of their assessment of me. Mm-hmm. So currently they are a hater, but like, like I said, I'm a good dude. Like at the end of the day, I'm not here to piss people off. I, I'm I'm here to joke around, have a good time, inspire, motivate, and and create content on yeah, the internet. Gosh. So I think it's um I think it's ignorance on like you. I'm I'm sure you know this uh this effect. I'll say something. I'll do something. The clip is taken, posted on Twitter. No one has any context about the thing, and uh, people make their judgments, assessments. Logan Paul hate train begins. On to the next subject. Fuck Logan Paul until the next time he fucks up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, They're not mm-hmm. watching the podcasts every day in between and hearing the things I have to say. They're not watching the vlogs. They're not listening to me uh, motivate millions of kids to go out and achieve their dreams. Like they don't because they don't care. They don't let the good things I do. Like no, they don't care about the good yeah. things. It's like I said, you're the heel. I'm the heel, bro. I mean, it's it's <laughs> fun to hate me. I get it. Like I get it. Cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. <clears throat> you want to hate? Go go for it. You actually you brought up something interesting when you were talking last night, where you talked about how. You know, it's not like you can look at somebody else who's doing what you're doing. Like, there's not somebody else who's done the same thing. It's kind of paved the way. There's no blueprint, bro. Yeah. So, do you do you wish you had a mentor or somebody that you could like look up to? That's kind of like paved the way first, or do you prefer yeah, kind of man. being out there and taking the punches sometimes? Nah, I wish I had a mentor. <laughs> I really do, and I've had some for different aspects of my life. But dog, you name me one motherfucking YouTuber who's become a boxer is diving into music is a director is launching uh business ventures multi-million dollar business ventures started his own clothing line like you can't do it because they don't exist successfully is the key because so far i've been successful in 90 percent of the things that i've done or started and there's no blueprint for it i've i i have this saying my friend andy shouts andy uh he told this to me. He said, he said, he goes, yo, don't be, don't be a pioneer. Everyone, yo, you're the, you're the pioneer in your field. Great. Good for you. He goes, don't be a pioneer, be a buccaneer. When the pioneers came over to America, they, uh, were riddled with disease. Thousands of them died because they had no idea coming to this new land. The Indians slaughtered them. Granted, like that subject specifically the pioneers definitely slaughter the indians and that's a whole nother issue it's a itself. tough life yes it's it's hard it's i mean yes it's a hard life being a pioneer you're the first one to do something you don't know what you're getting into end of the day you get fucked you all die the buccaneers came second they knew what to expect they came with their uh protective clothes to not get bit by, bit by mosquitoes they knew what weapons to bring um and they knew they came with a mission and a mindset the buccaneers were the one who's ones who succeeded and eventually um formed what is now known as uh, America. But don't be a pioneer, be a buccaneer. Unfortunately, I am a pioneer. So I'm going to be the one making the mistakes um, and doing everything that is new mm-hmm. and breaking that new ground. I'm, I'm blessed to do it. I'm blessed to do it. I would, I would have it no other way. But it, it would be nice to have a, a mentor who's done something similar um, because, dude, I'm, I'm this year. I'm so focused on growth and knowledge and wisdom. And you're 23, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so you're in the big scheme of things. Well, even in the small scheme of things, you're young. 
Yeah, really still young. young. Yeah, but I'm almost 24, man. I'm turning 24 in like three months. Oh, yeah? I'm getting older, dude. <laughs> it sucks. So when you say you're you're in the pursuit of growth, knowledge, wisdom, like what does that mean? Do you have specific areas you're trying to, to work out at or like just generally everything? Or, um, or what, does that, what does that mean to you? It's 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 everything, yeah. I, I think the more wisdom I can absorb from people from all walks of life, which is part of the reason I love doing my podcast so much is because I get to talk to all sorts of fascinating people and I'm going to try and even diversify more, uh, the better. Mm-hmm. For 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 me and because I think I do, I really think knowledge is power. Like I I I, agree. I I graduated high school with like a four GPA, full academic ride to college. I'm a fucking nerd, bro. Like uh, math and science are my shit. Uh, <laughs> and and that was what that and, and combined with being an athlete was the thing that always made me excel and succeed. So I think now, man, if can you imagine? Can you imagine like? M- 99% of people who don't like me think I'm a fucking moron. They're like, oh, that's the kid who, you know, yeah, yo, what's going on, Logan? What's mm-hmm. popping? They think I'm an idiot. They watch the podcast and every comment, yo, I like, I really don't like Logan Paul, but this is like, this is really entertaining. I really like this podcast. This is like a side of him I haven't seen before because I get to use my brain and talk and like be articulate about things that, again, intrigue me. So can you imagine if I become this ultra well-versed human being who's got a plethora of knowledge in all sorts of different fields and I can um, speak on subjects without being ignorance or ignorant uh, man I would that would sure surprise people I think yeah I, I look I look forward to that day where I can <clears throat> wow people with my intelligence so I don't know about you but like you know obviously when the camera's on me I'm I'm elevated right I'm a bit of a different person on camera even now even now, you seem pretty relaxed. No, well, you, you're Nico. You're Nico right now. I mean, but this is you like seem pretty Nico. To me. <laughs> I'm pretty Nico right you now. Seem pretty Nico. <laughs> no, I'm still. I mean, a little bit different right now. Like usually, you know, if if the cameras weren't on, I would be a little more rambly and a little more loose with what I'm saying. But right now, I'm a little more focused. Mm. You know, things change a little bit. Mm. Um, now with you, like, do you? How do you change when the cameras aren't rolling versus when they are? Like right now versus it's 10 p.m. you're sitting in bed or you're just hanging out with somebody having dinner. Like what is, what is Logan on camera versus Logan off camera? The impulsive Logan on my, on my podcast is, mm-hmm. is, is, oh, that's, that's the closest one you'll probably see online. Uh, even now, like I'm pretty focused, pretty serious, bro. Mm-hmm. In real life, I'm a fucking nut. Granted, you want to hop into like a serious conversation. I'm all for it. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I I find more satiating than um, deep conversation. But obviously, in the vlogs, talking about bringing a lot of fucking energy, which <laughs> I can do, and is a part of me. Like it's it's a. Fifty percent of Logan take from the vlogs. Fifty percent of Logan take from the podcast. That's that's me off camera. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I still have a hella hella energy, but also can be like a a human being sometimes. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Was it like end of twenty eighteen? You stopped doing the daily vlogs, right? Yeah. So how about now? What is it? Every how often are you doing vlogs? Now? Zero. Really? You They're coming back, completely. little gang. They're coming back, but uh, yeah, because I I just got my tonsils out, man. I can't do shit. Got you. I had sex the other day. I started bleeding on my mouth the next morning twice. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Doctor told me, sorry, doctor. She told me not to have sex, and I did. 
<laughs> Wait, why are you bleeding out of your mouth? Because the tonsils, bro. <laughs> You're not supposed to get your blood pressure high. Is it like the breathing? Like, <gasps> no, 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 no. It's it was the next morning. It didn't happen. Oh. It didn't happen uh, in the moment. It's it's because the bl- the blood pressure raises, and then I think the the scab. I don't I don't know, bro. But it's <laughs> it's whack as shit. Did they give you ice cream? Yeah, they gave me ice cream. But yo, I'm too. Yo, I am two weeks out. I am two weeks and one day, fifteen days out, and I'm still bleeding on my fucking mouth, bro. The surgery sucks. So I haven't been able to do shit. But the vlogs are coming back. I'm gonna do two a week to answer your question. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, gotcha. I want to find a way to elevate them and also like be myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I put this in my end of year recap video. I was like, yo, when I when I started YouTube, I wanted wanted to inject the vlogs with as much energy as I as I possibly could. That mm-hmm. was the mindset. And now it's like, okay, I know I have, I know people like me, so I don't have to put on a persona as much as I thought maybe I, I, I did. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to because, you know, vlogs are, in my opinion, supposed to be the, the most fun, energizing part of the audience's day. So I want to bring it all to mm-hmm. them, but I am going to be a little more, uh, Little more of myself. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah I think so. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a question for you. Um, Hit me, bro. <laughs> so, you know, someone like you, you had a huge following. You're successful. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're probably set financially, etc. You're at this center of a charisma and power bubble, right? Yeah. So, how does someone like that go about making friends? Like how do you mm. how do you make friends when you have so many other factors at play that could easily taint a relationship like that? Yeah, it's a great question. The answer is fuck making friends. Do you have any friends? Yeah, hell yeah. But fuck making more. Like, yo, my circle is tight and it's been tight <laughs> for a while. Every friend I've had in my life has been my friend for a minute. The closest or the the newest friend, um, that I've made, I've I've known him for two years. His name is Andy. He's like the newest, like real tight knit friend, like who I text on the reg. But like, what I I don't. There is never an attempt to like, man, I gotta go make friends. Mm-hmm. It's always um, some sort of miraculous chain of events. The stars aligned, and for some reason, I run into this human being who I I click with on a very spiritual, energetic level. Rat level. Those are the tonsils. <laughs> uh, that is, just, there is just a, there's just a connection immediately. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck making new friends. I'm, I'm not like a hundred percent against it, but you can imagine, dude. I have no idea people's intentions when they meet me, mm-hmm. or who, who, who they are trying to be in order to like impress me. I don't know if they want to get in my content, whatever it is. Like everyone who I've ended up making friends with it happens some sort of weird way and it's the most organic thing possible so how did andy end up becoming your friend um, like all the other people out there yeah so andy um my brother jake uh invited me on a trip to italy to go pick up uh, lamborghinis we were gonna buy and jake's videographer Cade, has a girlfriend named Mackenzie, and she said her brother Andy speaks fluent Italian and they have like a villa up there. So we were going to go to this guy Andy's uh, place and and I met Andy. And within the first five seconds, I was like, whoa, 
yo, this dude is cool. Like, mm-hmm. this dude's, I really like him. And I don't really like, like, most people. Like, we don't, like, it's not, it's not that I don't like people. I love people. It's like, I rarely feel this way about someone immediately. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, th- and those, when I feel that way about someone, like, right off the bat, it tends to be a long-lasting friendship. Mm. You think it has something to do with, like, traveling? And being away from home, being away from work, I mean, maybe it was a work thing for you going to, you know, filming the vlog, doing the cars and whatnot in Italy. But like, would you say that traveling, you your walls were a bit brought down? No. No? I think there was definitely an atmosphere, sure, that was like magical, fun Italy, and we were all like having a good time, sure. But I think this dude, Andy, gives off an energy like that is phenomenal. I... It, can relate it to myself in many ways. We just clicked. We we mm. vibed and connected. Um, like I said, as I do with most of my friends and even um, every every girl I've had a, a lasting relationship with, it's the same way. Within the first within the first hour, two hours, um, there's a there's something where I'm like, e- I feel a certain way about this 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 chick, mm. and uh, whether it's like, yo, she's like really cool, and we really connect, and I enjoy. Um, like conversing with her, which is again, like I, I could give a fuck about conversing with most people, dog. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, but if I'm stimulated, like I'm, I love that. That's I, I thrive in that. That's why, I even, like on my podcast, like again, like start, start, <laughs> keep plugging my podcast. But like I love doing it because like I'm mentally stimulated for like an hour to an hour and a half just talking about things that intrigue me, and I love that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. How about your brother? Like, do you have a pretty close relationship with your brother? I love Jake. Yeah? Yeah, he's my best friend. So, yes, very close. So, you know, when, when Corridor was starting and when Freddie W. was starting, you know, I saw, I saw Freddie and Jimmy. You know, for those of you who don't know, Jimmy is Freddie's brother. Um, Jimmy hates me. <laughs> did, did you know that? I, I, I'd probably guess that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to guess. Yeah. How do you know? He's very, very vocal. Um, he's, uh, he's tweeted a lot at oh, me, okay. and it's... And uh, they were, they were powerful tweets, and they got a lot of retweets. And he, I think he went hard on the, uh, the uh, disrespect towards Asians. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he that's what he focused. Not to derail you for a second, but Jimmy, I do want to, if you're watching this, I want to try to settle this dog because I think you're dope, and I believe in you, and I and I know your acting career is taking off. And uh, it's a little disheartening because you know I grew up watching um, Freddie Wong, and obviously Jimmy too. There was the video game high school thing. He was great, great in that. Um, and so I made this mistake in Japan and, and surrounding the thing in Japan is me just being culturally insensitive. And I think a lot of people mistook that as um, something I have uh, against the Asian community. Not the case. I was just being an asshole in general. I just happened to be in Japan. Um, my my ex-girlfriend is half Asian. Like I have no qualms against any mm-hmm. race or anyone in, in general. This year is about relationships. This year is about love. And mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy, I'm I'm here to say I love you. We'll send this podcast to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Um, so, but where I'm going with that is that I saw, so I saw Freddie and Jimmy both growing up in their careers, at least in the early stages, trying to like find their way. Where they're both kind of in a similar realm, you know. And Freddie was obviously blowing up with the Freddie W channel, which then became Rocket Jump. And Jimmy was, you know, finding his own way, but like there was a little bit of a tension, I, I, at least that I sensed, where it's a little bit of that sibling rivalry. And they were supporting each other too, but at which point can you be independent versus relying on your sibling for support? And 
I'm I'm wondering, you know, do you and Jake have similar issues that you deal with? Like, where do you like support him to the point where he also wants to be independent or vice versa? And is there a rivalry between you guys versus you guys being very supportive of each other? Like, what is that relationship like? Yeah, there was, there was absolutely. There was that, that phase where we were the, uh, fledgling YouTubers who wanted to be the best. And, uh, when I was running the YouTube race, I would look to my right, see no competition. I looked to my left and see no competition. Wait a second. <laughs> is that my fucking brother? <laughs> he was the only one, you know? So of course there was an inher- inherent rivalry and, in the Jake and Logan Paul feud, and it, it became what it became. Um, nasty shit. Uh, there was the diss tracks, the whole the whole wave of him trying to up the bar, me trying to up the bar, like actual physical like pranks and denouncing each other on the vlogs. It was uh, it was bad. And then when he failed immensely, and then I failed immensely, we both reached the conclusion that this is fucking stupid. This is my brother. No one in the world will have my back ever more than that human being right there or understand where we came from and what we're doing now and how those are interconnected. No one knows that. No one's been through that journey other than Jake. You know, I talk about not having a blueprint for the shit I do and me not having like a a mentor or a guide to follow. Neither does Jake. Like he's got me and I've got him, man. So at the end of the day, we, we outgrew that shit. It's old. Um, like I said, the love is going to connect Jake and I our whole entire lives and there's no reason to sacrifice that because of some internet bullshit money fame whatever it is fuck that man i don't care i'm 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 over that shit like i'm i'm 23 years old now i feel like i've lived 10 fucking lives i've i've failed over and over and over again and succeeded over and over and over again and so mm-hmm. has jake and uh like i said man there's no there's no one who i love more in this world than jake and and it's probably probably I hope it's the same <laughs> for uh, for him to me, man. And we just outgrew it. We outgrew it to answer your question. That's good. Yeah, I think that's honestly really healthy. It is. It's the health. It's the health. That's why even like when um, I don't know how much y'all are involved in like actually like YouTube culture, but like when KSI and Deji are feuding, like I had Deji on my podcast partially to piss KSI off because fuck that guy, but also <laughs> uh, to like to actually like maybe urge Deji to to settle this thing that we're doing because it's not healthy dude i don't i don't wish uh it upon any family to for for brothers to to be fighting like and and settling it on the internet man that is toxic shit like why why publicly you know like that doesn't need to be public it's like and they went deep they went deep that's interesting to me man it's like they know it's gonna get views and i think youtube drama people know it's gonna get views so yeah. Go, I mean, what are the, like, what are you like? Are you going to go down the drama route and try and know that that's like, you know, successful and money, or are you just going to be like, hey, I need, I should rather have a personal conversation with this person over here because, um, that's just more humane. You just got to draw the line, and I think uh, Deji specifically, not so much KSI, as much as I hate to say it, I do think KSI is uh, wiser than than Deji in the sense of he, he's older and. Deji was in very in uh, Jake and I call it like t- tunnel vision mode. Where mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't really, really think about the repercussions. You, you see views, you see money, you see subscribers, you see your community rallying behind you and and slapping you on the ass and saying no, like you're right, no, you got this. And so you get a little bit bit of an ego. Next thing you know, you're making a fucking diss track on your own brother, and it gets nasty. Mm. So when you when you're saying like I would earlier like maybe like thirty minutes ago, you're saying. 
you know, I would never say like, I hate this person, blah, 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 blah. Now with the, with the boxing match, like you guys were going at it. I really dislike KSI. Okay. So I, I, I made it clear. I said like, <laughs> I try hard unless I really, truly believe in something. I try hard not to denounce people mm. unless I really, truly believe in it. I've, I really dislike KSI. Why? He took our feud, our fun YouTube feud, to a level of utmost disrespect. You talk about me being the heel of YouTube. During our fight and the narrative of, of Logan Paul last year, KSI became the heel. Mm. A lot of my fans, a lot of the internet, a lot of people just watching you know, the press conferences and stuff, watched and exited... With the uh, belief that this dude KSI is a fucking dickhead. He talks shit about my family. Talks shit about my girlfriend. He mocked me in some of the most vulnerable times of my life. And by the way, these are things I asked him not to do. Oh, I texted him personally. I'm like, yo, remember that contract we signed where it said I wouldn't bring up your sexual harassment issues in the past and you wouldn't bring up Japan just so we could like move forward and not make this a very toxic situation for all the fans to enjoy. And also so YouTube doesn't, by the way, niche our, our, uh, our clip, clip the entire fight because they're the ones they're hosting it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, completely ignored that. Asked him to leave Chloe out of it. Completely ignored that. Yeah. It was just, he, uh, there was, there was too many shots below the belt for me to to sit here and say, like, I respect this guy. And even after the fight, after the fight, talking seconds after, it's a draw, unfortunately. Uh, I asked him, I'm like, yo, now that, like, we did this once, you know, we're, we're going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Ne- next time, just like, man, the man, mind you, we're both fucking sweating. Can't even think. Um, eyes are red. Bruises on our face. In horrible condition. I'm like... Next time, like, yo, let's leave, uh, let's leave, like, the personal, like, girlfriend stuff out of it, you know? Let's, like, let's be a little classier. Like, would you be down for that? And <laughs> this fucking fuckhead, bro. <laughs> like, he's like, he goes, yeah, man, yeah. Um, nah. You know, it's just a game, man. It's just the way it's, uh, it's just what it is what it is, you know? And I'm like, bro, like, my girl's like a real girl. At the time, you know, she's not my girlfriend anymore, but she's she's a real girl. She has feelings. She has a career. You do not deserve to say her name. And I'm asking you nicely to not do that. Like, and we just beat the shit out of each other. You think next time we can, like, be a little classier about this whole situation? Man, I can't imagine the shit that's going to come out of his mouth and my mouth for the next couple press conferences and for the next fight. I know what I'm going to say. I have, I have a lot of ammunition now. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, here's but, the thing. is like he, he steps it up, right? He's going below the belt. You feel the, ne- the, the need to do the same. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm just, I just got, not just got over the Japan thing, but here's me trying to be like a, like a, a standout guy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to change and be like a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be a good guy now. And, you know, KSI then starts saying things that like I don't like. And so then I have to start, Saying things that I don't like about him and that that, that don't reflect do you, upon me well. Like, do you think you need to step down to that level? 
Uh, because it's entertaining, yes. And I'm a, I'm a <laughs> sucker for being an entertainer, bro. Like, I just love to entertain. Like, unfortunately, it's what people want. Like, the juicier and the deeper I can dig my knife into <laughs> into uh, the drama, like, unfortunately, yes, people like that shit. So I'm going to do it. God bless America. Uh, and uh, the answer is no, I don't have to. I just am probably going to. Here's the issue. Here's why it might not happen. It's not much, uh, not much left to say about me. Hmm. So uh, all the bases are covered. He pulled every punch he could. There's not much left um, to roast me on. So you want to bring up the past? Like, okay, that's we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been talked about. Before. It's been talked about. I got new. I got new material, bro. <laughs> I got new material. <clears throat> so you would rather entertain as opposed to change the dialogue? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I say that now. I just like, bro, I fucking love entertainment. I love the fans. So I want to give them what they want. Bro. I want to give them something to talk about at dinner, man. That's me. What would you do if you couldn't entertain? Like if there's no YouTube? I'd be, uh, so my goal before I, before I started YouTube, I wanted to create a product that would revolutionize the world. I was uh, an engineer. I was studying engineering in college. And I wanted to create something that would change change the face of human existence. Hmm. Like Elon Musk type shit. Dude, Elon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Didn't happen. Found a video camera and fucking, oh, here I am. <laughs> what was, uh, looking back, um, where was the first point where you're like, hey, this is blowing up? Uh, it was, on, it feel was like? It was on Vine. It was on yeah. Vine. There's no other, there is literally no feeling better than that um, of your first post going viral mm-hmm. and you're like, whoa, this is really something, man. I remember... I had like 400 followers on Vine. I made this Vine. This guy named Austin Miles Geeter, Jeter retweeted it or revined it. It was revined, <laughs> revined at the time. And, uh, you know, an hour later, I had 2,000 followers, dog. Mm. I was hot shit. I was a big man in, on campus, bro. Everyone in my town knew who I was, or so I thought. <laughs> you know, I, I, go to, I go to Chipotle, and here I am, like, you know, covering my face, expecting to get like mobbed. I mean, no one gave a fuck or knew who I was. Like, no one knew who I was. But here I am with two thousand followers. Like, this is incredible. This is amazing. You know, got up to ten k, then got up to like twenty seven k. Then met this guy named Jerome Jar. He flew me out to New York and made content with him. Got to hundred k. Um, benchmark, benchmark, benchmark. Next thing you know, hop into Instagram, Facebook. Fifty million fans on Facebook making sketches and. When those posts would go viral, like I'm, I'm sure you've seen like uh, splitting the world, dabbing at the Olympics, like just these funny, crazy viral sketch videos. There's such an adrenaline rush of me, my full passion, the thing I love most in life is creating. I love it, but what can be that nice little sprinkle, that nice little cherry on top? is if the things that I create are received well and people enjoy them. That is, that's it to me, bro. That's the cake. I love that shit. Because creating's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dope. Oh, it's great. But I'm not yeah. sure I'd be doing it if there wasn't people saying, I like it. Dude, that's a very good, that's a very interesting point. Um, I thought the same thing. Uh, without YouTube, without social media, like, would I still be creating? probably in some other way like i i play drums up in my yeah in the attic you know no one's really seeing that and that's that's fun but i i got into it because i want to make films you know like i want to make like awesome stories tell awesome stories that get people um 
feeling a certain way and like that's so much fun to me that's yeah, cool if there aren't people to feel a certain way then yeah. you have no reason to create an art it's in it's interesting it's interesting because i mean you say you have no reason to create an art and it's it's like you know what is your reason which i've had to ask myself multiple, is my reason because i truly love it yes but also a thing i love maybe equally as much is that it is received and people enjoy it and it makes them happy it affects them it actually affects the way they feel Mm-hmm. Which is fucking sick. It's dope. Yeah, I think that drives pretty much anybody in kind of like our arena of what we do. At least, and that's and point. that's and that's why we don't stop. By the way, I think too is like, and as long as you got people commenting and and saying, "Yo, I love this. This is crazy. This inspires me. This is hilarious." People texting me that video you put out today is dope. I like when you make this point. Like, I'm gonna be here for a minute, bro. <laughs> Logan Paul is canceled, but I'm gonna be here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you do something you love and you are doing it as a job, you risk turning what you love into a job. So how do you keep creating stuff from becoming work to the point where you don't like doing it anymore? Um, Very lucky, and I've said this a lot, is uh, I I rarely feel like I'm working. Hmm. Um, And the the thing, my work is my play. You know, I, I don't really do much besides grind because that's the thing that makes me happy, luckily. However, when I hit that point where I have to like take a second and look around and I'm like, yo, this is feeling like work. This is no longer fun to me. Pull that plug. Pull that fucking plug. I have the luxury to pull that plug because, you know, I am financially secure. I'm I'm happy elsewhere in my life. Like I not a lot of people can do that. I'm I'm very fortunate enough where I can like stop doing something and, and switch my focus to something else if that thing is no longer making me happy. Mm-hmm. Granted, I've been there in my life where you can't pull that plug and you got to bite that fucking bullet and, example, train four hours a day for five months to become a boxer, to fight mm-hmm. some kid that you don't even care about, you just dislike. Like, I've been there to to sit through hours and hours of studying to get an A plus in the test because I know, I know if I keep getting A's and get a good score on my ACT, I'll get a full ride to, to college because my parents can't afford it themselves. Like, mm-hmm. bite that bullet and and sit through and do what you got to do if you need to. Unfortunately for me, again, I don't I don't have to. So I try to always keep my work, my play. And when it doesn't uh, end up becoming like that, like with the vlogs, for example, the daily vlogs, I was at a serious point where I was like, this shit is making me depressed. I am no longer happy. Mm-hmm. I'm under a microscope. Um, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um that was just the I need I needed some creative spin. Now we got impulsive. Now we got a full feature film documentary about the flat earth. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think uh I think a nice note to kind of circle back to and maybe wrap things up on. Two questions really. So way at the beginning of the vlog we talked about being a good guy. I'm curious for you, how do you define that? How how would you suggest people be a good person? That's a great question. How would I suggest people be a good person? Um, I would really urge people to try to empathize more. I think that's lost. I lost it last year. I don't even know if I ever had it, to be honest with you, growing up. I don't know if I, ever, I was ever taught true empathy, which... I think it's part of my inherent problem. And even now, it's like I'm 
I'm not fucking perfect. I make this very clear. I'm not perfect. Um, but I try to empathize as much as I can. Um, I see something happening on Twitter. Example, let's use that, uh, the kid in the Make America Great Again hat who was confronted by that, uh, um, Native American protester. Do you, do you know about this story? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. I'll, I, yeah, I'll use him, him as an example. Like, you know, the first narrative that came out is the, the MAGA kid and disrespecting an, an elder. And I sat back for a second, didn't put my tweet out, although a couple of my friends are like, yo, you, sh- you should fucking say something about this. This kid is like, he could be in the low gang and like, this is like a danger. This is very dangerous what's happening. I'm like, okay, let's hold the beat. Let's wait one second before I, I, I denounce this kid and, and tell him that he's a piece of shit for, for smirking in this, this native's face with, by the way, no context or anything about the event. Like, that's what a stupid person would do, quite honestly. Like, I, I believe that's what someone who is trying to get retweets and favorites and be a leader for their community would do right off the bat. Story develops. Turns out there was some African-American demonstrator hurling racial slurs at this group of white kids. Um, which is completely inappropriate and uncalled for. I don't know how much backstory, you know, I, I, I did my research and, and then this native American protester hopped in, started banging his drum in a, uh, song of peace. No one knows this is a song of peace besides his native American, um, friends. The kids don't know that. So the one kid just stood there like a jackass. He wanted to be cool in front of his friends and stand his ground in, in, in front of this native American protester. And, uh, didn't, didn't, there was no build a wall chance, uh, according to the video. Um, it was it was it was just a weird situation where like the narrative was turned into uh, a kid trying to be racist and be disrespectful to an elder. Was it disrespectful? Yeah, the kid looked like a fucking jackass. He's a prick. But like, okay, don't need to f- find his name. Send letters to the college he applied to and ruin his whole life because of it like come on the kids he's a human let's empathize with him for a second he's fucking what 16 17 he's not what the fuck he's doing he's just a, he's just a, he's being an a-hole so what like I, I was an asshole when i was 16 i'm still an asshole sometimes like so i can i just i would just urge people to try to empathize more and think critically before you make assessments or judgments on people do your research i say this all the time do your, investigate before before you hop to a conclusion about something that's all. And, and, and <clears throat> try to spread, try to spread good, good energy. Like keep, keep, keep your vibes positive as much as you can. I know it's hard, but like we, we got a very happy household because we're all very candid with each other and we all love what we do and surround yourself with the right people. You'll be good. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. I got one more question. Let's do it. Let's get this bread. Let's get this fucking bread. Oh. <laughs> what's uh what's your secret to success? Oh. Man, I got to I got to attribute this to my work ethic, dude. Man, there is uh That's the that's the that's the core of it. Cuz like I do have uh I do have something innate in me that's that is that is the the talent that whether that's uh whether it can be characterized by the creativity or uh um ability in in enter- the entertainment world to mm. to entertain but you know they say hard work beats talent 
First, when I came to L.A., I didn't believe that. You see these rappers, like, they fucking smoke and sip lean all day. They make one song a month, and it pops off. And sure, that's a good lifestyle for a year or two. They ain't going to last. They they will not be here for mm-hmm. a long time. It's about longevity, bro. So yeah. I'm going to be a hard worker for the rest of my life. That will never stop. My work ethic, ingrained to be in me by my father, and growing up 18 years in Ohio, trying my best to get a full ride to college, whether it was going to be academic or athletic, um, can be attributed to the number one key factor behind my success. You got to work your fucking ass off if you want it. How bad do you fucking want it? If you really want it, go get it. No excuses. Go get that shit. And you'll be met with roadblocks. That's life. Welcome. Welcome to life. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. <laughs> but push through it. Get over it. Do it. Awesome, right. man. Logan, thanks for coming out and joining course, us. Bro. Of course. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Is there uh, anything you want people to check out of yours? Man, just get your merch, bro. LoganPaul.com slash shop. Join the Maverick movement. Get this bread. Oh. All right, man. Thank you so much. Of course, bro. Thanks, Logan. Of course. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for joining us on the Corridor Cast. That was a fascinating conversation with Logan Paul. Logan, if you're listening, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And if you guys aren't subscribed to the Corridor Cast YouTube channel, head on over there and do so. And I'd love to hear some comments from you guys on who you would like us to get to join us as guests. What would you like us to talk about? Heck, I'd love to see some conversation here on what we talked about in this podcast. Do you agree with the things that we were saying? Do you you agree or disagree with the things that Logan was saying? Mm. There's been a lot of great discourse in the comments in the past, and it's one of my favorite things to read and participate in. So please head on over there and do so. And you can find the Corridor Cast on any other audio platform that has podcasts. So you can find, hopefully, your favorite podcast on your favorite podcast listening channels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to be in the intro and outro. <laughs> Clay, Maybe I should just I needed leave. you as emotional support. I, I just be, I'll just be right here. <laughs> so long, everybody. Bye-bye.